Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Beer and Money. I am Ryan Burkwell. And I'm Alex Collins. And on today's episode, we're going to speak about three ideas on how to talk about money with your spouse. Should be good conversation. So this is always the, it's one of the harder conversations to have. And uh, if you're listening uh, and you're not driving, uh, you may want to maybe crack open a, a beverage, possibly a beer. Um, speaking of beer, Alex, what are we drinking today? Uh, today we are drinking a uh, an IPA from Georgetown Brewery, which is a local <clears throat> local brewery here in Seattle. And uh, the beer that we're drinking is called Lucille. Kind of like Lucille Ball without the ball. Sure. <laughs> so alcohol content is 7%. IBU is at 85. In terms of taste, you know, it's, it's your standard IPA taste, I would say. Uh, it's very good. And I don't mean standard as in like it tastes like every other IPA out there. I'm just saying it has the standard notes that you would typically have. A little bit of flora, a little bit of floral, a little bit of citrus, right? Hoppy. Um, it's, it's a good balanced Northwest IPA. It's, it, you're going to taste the hops, but the hops aren't going to hit you in the face. Um, you know, if, if you're an IPA drinker, they're not going to hit you in the face. This isn't something like uh, Hop Stupid or, or Tricera Hops or something of that nature where it's like you're just getting a mouthful of hops. This is a, a good, well-balanced IPA. So if you're in the Seattle area, make sure you check out Georgetown Brewing uh, as they've got several uh, beers that are quite enjoyable. Yes, Georgetown is a uh, definitely a fan favorite among Seattleites. If you live in Seattle and enjoy beer and don't know about Georgetown, yeah, maybe they don't like beer, which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's talk about you know conversations with your spouse specifically around money, Alex. This is it's typically not addressed as a fun conversation, although it can be. It, it, it really it depends really on the should be. Yeah. Um, like, just based on my experience with my wife, I wouldn't say it was a horrible experience. I wouldn't say I was giddy about it either. No, <laughs> definitely nor was my wife. Uh, but I think, you know, she came from a certain uh, upbringing around money um, where the conversation was, she's had conversations about money and I didn't necessarily have that. So the, the initial conversation was a little bit harder for me than I think it was for her. And because I think we were both open to it because we understood a lot of what we wanted to do in life, I think it made it a lot easier. Well, and it's, it's important to have those conversations. Uh, I mean, one of, money is one of the top two or three things that people argue about and fight over. It is a major cause of, of divorce. And, and really, a lot of it has to do with we all have these, these different backgrounds and these different stigmas and these different associations with money. And it's important to, to have the conversation ahead of time of, uh, okay, so what's your experience? How do you treat money? And be open and know that we all treat it differently and we all have different experiences and different backgrounds. Um, and a lot of that has to do with where we were raised, when we were raised, how we were raised, like what, what our parents' association and affiliation with money is. Um, I mean, you and I have talked a, a decent amount about how um, the, the public school system just doesn't teach this very well right now. Uh, they're working on trying to get better and, and uh, you know, we're, we're big advocates of financial literacy. Um, and I mean, that's one of the things that's driving this podcast. 
but man, like the first thing to do is just check all your baggage at the door and, and understand that you and your spouse may not be coming from the same place and that's okay. So let's, let's, let's talk about the, the three ideas here, Alex. So, so idea one and by idea, I mean, I would start here. This isn't an idea. This is our recommendation of where to start because this should be the fun part of the conversation is what is it, you know, Alex, you said it best when we were talking about, you know, how do we, how do we speak into this, into our spouse's lives? And you said dream together. Yeah. I mean, it really, the, the, the whole goal is to start out with this shared understanding of, of what are you trying to accomplish financially? And like for some people that they don't really understand finances and it's such a cloudy picture that they can't really even think beyond next week or next month or next year. And, and so starting with the end in mind of like, okay, what is it that you're truly trying to accomplish? Where do we want to end up? What are our goals? What are our dreams? What do we want to do? I mean, that's, that's a fairly fun conversation to have. Um, now know that it can also be troubling you know, because if we, if we're dreaming big and we're not anywhere close to that, know that there can be a lot of uh, cognitive dissidence is, I believe the term, uh, but just that, that fear and that, that uncertainty of, okay, how do we climb this mountain that we've created for ourselves? Um, so we'd recommend just starting simply and, and, you know, getting kind of some basic understanding of, okay, where are you at? Where am I at? And some of this isn't, well, not some of it. I would say all of it. I wouldn't focus on like how much money you want to have, right? I, the analytics, analytics out there probably want that, right? And I'm not saying that yes. the analytic, yeah, Alex is raising his hand. I'm not saying to not ever go there, but in it's general, start. it's just not where you start. And so when you think, well, but you can start with getting specific. So what I mean by that is, you know, you can say, I want to be a millionaire or something like that. Okay. What does the millionaire, what does the million dollars allow you to do? Like if, if you became a millionaire tomorrow, what would be important to you? Yeah. Like why is, why is that number significant? Why is like, what is the meaning behind trying to accomplish that? Uh, another example could be wanting to be debt-free, you know, whether like if, if you are debt-free aside from say your mortgage, like there's meaning there because it frees up a tremendous amount of cash flow and takes burden off your shoulders. And so the goal isn't necessarily being debt-free like that. That is, treating a symptom, but, but the real goal is to not have that financial pressure on your shoulders. And so it, it might be something as simple as building up a three month emergency reserve or building okay. up a six month emergency reserve. And I take it one step further, Alex, like being debt free is still nice. I'm talking about what does that picture really look like? Right? So have the conversation on, okay, what is it? So imagine you're retired. What does that look like? Where are you living? What kind of life are you doing? Where are your children or grandchildren, right? Like, and everyone's different and how they approach it. But the, what worked for my wife and I is, you know, we had a conversation of, you know, possibly we love the, the, we love Hawaii, right? Like 
people that have been listening to this podcast since day one, they're probably sick of me bringing it up. <laughs> or me. Or, or Alex. And I don't care about Alex. I care about the listeners. So. <laughs> no, no. But me bringing it up as well. Oh, fair. <laughs> um, so we love Hawaii. That's as of right now, that's kind of what we envision our life being where we're mainly living here relatively soon, hopefully. And what that means though, it's not Hawaii and like vacation type style. We love the atmosphere of Hawaii. We love the relaxation. We love to be able to walk on the beach. Like it's the one spot for me that my head actually shuts up. Um, you know, and there's another aspect to it where, you know, my family's all over the place. I've got family in Kentucky. I've got family in Maryland. I've got family in Florida and in Ohio. My parents live in Texas. Diane's um, family's in California, right? So we've got family everywhere and it would be really fun. It's always been this dream of ours to have a spot in Hawaii where people could come visit, not for long periods of time, mind you, but come visit us. Uh, and it would be kind of their version. of They could have a vacation that's cheaper for them right? While spending time with us as a family. And obviously when we bring our kids into this situation and grandkids, like it paints this picture for us that that's what we want. Hey, you know what? Thank you, buddy. I appreciate the invite. We'll be there next week. No, you are not on the invite list, (laughs) but you know, that's what I mean by getting in detail. Now it took you know, this isn't something that Diane and I did the first time we had this conversation. This has been over time. You start maybe high level and you build into a more clearer picture over time. It starts with what does that dream look like? Well, and depending upon where you're at, it might just be as simple as like trying to figure out, okay, what is the first step? Because again, like when you and I talked about this at the beginning, we don't want to overwhelm the other person like this, this isn't about creating this big, massive thing that we have to then deal with because that can create more pressure and more concern and more issue. You know, it's, it's really just getting a sense of like, okay, like where is it that we're at? And so that this, like what you and I have is step one is dream together. And that could be as simple as, Hey, what do we want 30 days from now to look like? Or it could be, Hey, what do we want 30 years to look like? Sure. Well, ultimately, we want to get to the point where we're dreaming about 30 years in the future. But let's start small. Uh, it's starting the conversation. And what is that dream, right? So depending on your personality, where do you start? You know, you'll know that better than Alex and I, obviously. And the second part of that is really just having a true, honest conversation around where you're at. You know, it, it is amazing to me how many times I sit down with folks and they are literally taking the ostrich approach and just burying their head in the sand. Yeah. And it's funny. I don't think most people are burying. Well, I take that back. I say, I think some people are burying their head in the sand because they don't want to see what they actually look like. Right. There's that fear factor. Right. Uh, to, to be fair, my, you know, Diane and I did have that factor early, early on. But I think from the next step is so you've got the fear factor, but then you have the factor of, well, I have two kids. I've got this job. I also have to take care of the house. I have to take care of the yard. 
I have a business partner that annoys the crap out of me, right? Like all of the things that go through our brain. And then it's like, how do I find the time to have that conversation? And hopefully the conversation, like if you just had, all of that can be stressful depending on what's going on in your life. How do you then bring up, oh, let's talk about money. That sounds like something fun to do. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So, you know, something you could do, uh, as Alex was, was relating to is what do those next steps, what does the next steps look like, right? If you have this dream together type of conversation, what does the next steps look like? How, how does, what's a baby step you can take forward? And every time I say the word baby step, Alex laughs because we think of the movie, what about Bob? Which is just funny on so many different levels. There are there are about three family jokes that uh, right. my family and I have, and then Ryan and I have created multiple different uh, jokes with with each other around this as well. If you haven't seen the movie, we, I would encourage you to see it. I think it's hilarious. It's got Bill Murray in it, and I forget the the psychiatrist's name. What, what's what's Richard Dreyfus? Richard Dreyfus, right? And Bill Murray is this um, this patient of Richard Dreyfus who is trying to get better. He's got, um, what's, uh, what he's, he's afraid of touching things, right? So he's afraid of germs and whatnot. And so he, this psychiatrist wrote a book called baby steps. Right. And so in the, it, yeah, for those of you who know, Bill Murray, right? Like Bill Murray takes that to the nth degree of around baby steps. So I encourage you to see it, but the, back to what we were talking about, Alex, <laughs> wasn't me that took us down this way. Uh, that was, that was my fault. Um, it, what is a small step you can take that will urge, that will push you towards that dream that you spoke about? Yeah. And again, it's, it, it's making sure that we're taking, taking bite-sized approaches to it of understanding, okay, where is it that we're at? So where is it that we can start in terms of impacting the the choices that we're making and the decisions that we're making? So I would encourage you to to get an understanding of where it is that your spouse is at from an understanding of their view on money. Like some people view money as uh, this wonderful thing that they want to to accumulate as much of as as they can, and other people look at it as this just evil force, and they trying to reconcile those two things with each other. Um, neither one is right. Neither one is wrong. It, it's really just about understanding where your spouse is at and then getting to a shared and mutual understanding of, okay, how do we want our finances to look? How do we want them to work? Which I think takes us to number three. So, so idea number three is, and this kind of bleeds into like how to make the time, right? I'm, I'm of the opinion that you should never stop dating your wife. Amen. And it's difficult. Uh, please don't take this as like, oh, Ryan thinks he knows everything about spouses. My wife will be the first to tell you that that I suck. <laughs> I think what I'm good at is making up for like good, trying to get us back on track, right? But what I was going to say is have like a date night, right? If it's, you know, once a quarter, you know, however it comes out to be, and have that date night be around, you know, the first, maybe if you haven't talked about finance, obviously the first, you know, maybe hour of that date night might not be the, the best part of that date, but the first portion of that date is, 
either check in around finances or check in around the dream or even a check in around what's next steps, at least you build in that aspect into the conversation. And then after that, you know, go have hopefully more fun, or if that was really horrible, not that fun, <laughs> go have fun after that. So at least you get to spend time with your spouse. You get to have a brief conversation around money and just check-ins, right? And just, the, you'd be surprised how the little check-in goes so long, right? It goes such a long way to keep you both on the same page. Absolutely. And you know, know that you don't have to solve your finances in a 15 minute conversation or even a one, like even just sitting down and trying to do like two, I that's, you don't want to do two hours of conversation around finances. You, you want to keep it short and simple. And so the first thing to do is to get an understanding of like where your, your partner or your spouse is like where their head is at around money. You don't solve money issues or even like solve anything in a 15 to 20 minute conversation, right? It's back to our joke. It's the baby steps, the, the consistency around having the conversation. And when you're both on the same page, the conversation actually goes really, really quick. Mm-hmm. Even when you decide to go buy a car and tell your wife after the fact. Yeah. Like, and pretty soon you find yourself just sailing. <laughs> so again, recap on the three ideas, dream together, have that conversation first. What is it the both of you want? What are next steps? What are baby steps you can take to, to go towards that? And then number three is schedule yourself a date night, have the first five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever amount of minutes around finances, and then go have some fun. So that leads us to the question of the day. And the question of the day is what conversations have you had with your spouse around money? So head over to beerandmoney.net. And at the bottom of that page is a spot for you to answer that question of the day. Or if you have a idea that, or a topic that you want us to talk about, feel free to reach out to us that way as well. We hope this episode was valuable for you. And Mr. Collins, as always, cheers. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities, Guardian, or Quantified Financial Partners, and opinions stated are their own. Guardian and subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. Ryan and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ333 North Indian Hill Boulevard, Claremont, California, 91711. Telephone number 909-399-1100. Security products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, member FINRA, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. 
Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Brian Burklow, AR Insurance License Number 15319412, CA Insurance License Number 0K24924, Alexander Collins, AR Insurance License Number 7264699, CA Insurance License Number 0H24806, Pinpoint Number 2021119732, Expiration 04 2023.